All right, going live. All right, it's live. Just make sure you go and retweet it. Um, hey, on the scale of being disrespectful while recording, uh, where would you rank? If I started eating Chinese food, which is supposed to be coming in the next 10 minutes, how, how disrespectful would that be if I got up in the middle of this show to go get the Chinese food and then ate it during the show? Because I'm actually a little tempted to do that because I'm very hungry. Uh, I support that bit. I'll support it, actually. Really? That's a if first. You, if, you if usually you want, don't like okay. my bits. You think my, my bits are, are hacky. Sometimes they're hack, but everyone has hack bits at, from time to time. You know, but uh, if you really do feel like you need to go uh, munch on some lo mein or, or whatever it is you end up eating uh-huh. from your establishment, then establishment. I really don't care. <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be funny. It'd be good for the stream. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the audio <laughs> listeners are going to be uh, feeling about this as we are also putting this out as the uh, as a podcast as well, and we'll obviously be tweeting those links out also. Uh, but yeah, uh, so what are you getting? Uh, I just got some. I'm trying to keep it light because because like I don't know about you. Whenever I don't know why Chinese food is the one type of food where you end up ordering like it sounds like you're not ordering that much, but you end up ordering like four different things. You would order the lo mein. You order um, the boneless spare ribs. You order the dumplings. You order like something else in there. It's just like, oh, it's just I'm gonna have a little bit of each thing, and then you end up eating all four containers. It's two appetizers and two meals. And it's like, why did I spend forty dollars and why did I eat all this food? Right, <laughs> dude. I, uh, I mean, you should see the the nights where we order a, a Chinese here at this house. I mean, the amount that that we're eating mm. with the, with with both of the the. <laughs> The sisters and how how much how hard they're working and then just all of it it's a it's a show it's almost a oh, festival you would walk in and you'd think that there were twenty people in the house the amount of food that is that is being bought but uh, but nope nope it's just us uh, also uh, where do you stand on crab rangoons I like them ah I, I you're talking about the the stuff with the with the cream cheese in it right yeah, yeah I don't like them uh, they're okay I mean I've tried to. I've tried to be sold on it before, so people have tried to get me to eat them, and I'm like, yeah, I'll eat it, but you know, I'm not gonna. Uh, so the the endorsement from our show sponsor, if we get this to 50 retweets, Joe will grow a mustache. Smash the button, <laughs> the 50th retweet. Grow a mustache. <laughs> what kind of a bit I is that? <laughs> I can't stop. I can't hear mustache without thinking of an old Jim Norton line. Uh, maybe I'll tweet out the audio later in the week. Maybe I won't. I, I don't know. It is. I'll send it to you afterwards. Uh, it's unrepeatable on this show, but it's the only thing I can think about. Uh, regardless, that's weak. 50 retweets. How about uh-huh. Joe smashes his glasses right in front of, on stream? How about that? He just snaps them right on stream. No. No. Ryan Roberts, the show sponsor, has decided for us. I will confirm the length that How I have to How do you pull a tooth to. live on air? How about that? I do have a baby tooth I could pull. Could you really pull that out on air? If we get fifty retweets, it I might think... it might it might take me a couple minutes. I'd, I'd have to sit here and wiggle. You'd have to commentate. How have you not pulled that? That should be a lot. Li- that should be I a have, live stream in itself. I have. I don't know. Watch Joe I, pull out a baby tooth. Holy! I'll do dude. that at some point. Dude, if we get fifty we need retweets. To do that. I'll do it. I'll do it. We need it's to, funny, we need it's to a... set this up. We need to do sh- Joe is a grown man pulling out a baby tooth live on camera. That's have, a great bit. I have a funny background as to why I still have a baby tooth. I will save it for another time. Why don't you save but, it for the, the the stream itself? Yeah, we'll save it. Out. We'll save it for the. I'll save it for that. What a great idea. 
What a great what a great way to start the show as well, I guess. Yeah, look at us up uh, com- coming out here with fantastic ideas. All right, let's um, what? I, that was going to be a cue to uh, no, drop no, the I have music to do, in. Let, let me do my own. <laughs> okay, okay, let me do my own transition. All right, all right, uh, you got it yourself. Go ahead. folks to get to the point this is the actual audio version of the show and also the live stream if you're tuning in anybody who is popping in right now as we have 13 viewers already um i will not be pulling out my tooth on this episode but if you have any questions comments concerns drop them in the comments on periscope feel free to do that so additionally though uh today's episode we are going to be covering the NBA draft as well as fixing some of the worst teams currently in the NFL wrapping with our NFL bets for week 11 and also rounding back with some terrible bets that we made during the previous week both of us in the negative so Sean the NBA draft was last night we did our stream right before it started we had some good conversations and then all hell kind of broke loose there were tons of trades there were tons of weird random little bits and pieces of things that popped up that turned into some trending topics. The, the one, um, the one, like, you know, a couple of the things that, that kind of stood out to me, you know, Clay Thompson's injury right before was, was pretty bad, but there were all these trades, the Horford trade uh, for Danny green, all these little things. What was like the one thing that stood out to you from, from the MV draft, the one takeaway that you had, the one takeaway that I had, and I'm looking through the draft board, seeing who drafted who and, Sadiq Bay getting drafted by the Nets at the 18th overall pick was very confusing to me. He, uh, the guard from Villanova, very good shooter, uh, very good ball handler, and it, it's just con- it just confused me. Maybe it's because I I don't watch that much of the Nets, but I, I from what I've come to understand, Joe Harris is a pretty good shooter from range. So is Kevin Durant. So is Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving is going to be running the show for you. So Sadiq Bey uh, being, a, I mean, maybe it's draft the best available. That's what they went with. He's a guy with high stock. You could trade him. You could do whatever you want with him. I think he's got a lot of potential. I liked what he did at Villanova, taking over for those great Villanova teams mm-hmm. before him uh, that preceded him. Regardless, he was uh, just, or at the 19th overall pick. Oh, wait, wait. Reportedly traded to the Pistons. What is going on here? Maybe somebody didn't do the oh. research. And maybe he's oh, a someone sh- didn't a do the research. Oh. I know he's a sharp I know he's a sharpshooter. That's all I know. I know he's someone a sharpshooter. Someone didn't do the re- nice job. Um all right. Well, I, the, the one thing that oh, stood the, out to oh, wait, what were you say? Yeah, reportedly on traded the to the Pistons. Oh, that's a great pick then. That is a fantastic he was one of the guys that I really liked. Uh, even though I didn't do extensive research, I was consistently cutting him uh, at work. He was one of those guys. Um, I hate to be be that guy. I'm getting a lot. Of, it sounds like a lot of popping coming from you through this. I have oh, yeah. no idea if it sounds like that on an audition. Was that when I, I overmodulated? No, it's just been popping the whole time. I oh, thought that time. maybe it was just a connection thing. I it's been doing it the whole time. All right. Great. Don't don't end the recording. Just uh, I think it'll be fine. All right. It's just a little weird. It's it it's never made that crackling sound before. Um, wow, we're off to a really hot start with this show. So Sean. 
my big takeaway here from the NBA draft, you have all the big name guys go where, where they pretty much deserve to go. Um, you have the Wizards taking the one foreign player out of Israel, and for some reason he was in a wine, like a giant wine cellar. I thought that was a little funny. I, is it just me that guy looks like a giant 15-year-old? He's like one of the youngest-looking people in the, in the draft class. They're taking a risk. I don't mind it, though. Uh, they, yeah. they, if that's their guy, that's their guy. I, I I'll trust, uh, I'll trust them getting Denny. It, what is it, a Denny Adeji or something like that? Uh, Denny Aviha. I'm assuming it's a silent D A V D I J A. Yeah, we're not going to be able to pronounce that. Um, I I can't. I wonder what the last player out of Israel was to make it to the NBA. That's some fun trivia. If anybody knows that one. My takeaway, though, as a former fan of the Knicks and currently living in the New York market, they seriously lucked out, picking at eight and still able to get Obi Toppin, who was the National Player of the Year last year. And it's not like he's an undersized player at his position. He's a power forward. There's possibility that he can play that center position, too. He They lucked out because teams were so scared off, I would assume, because he's a 22-year-old prospect. That's something that we tend to see. Teams are always going to value the 19-year-olds with more upside than a 22-year-old. 22 is considered old for an NBA prospect. Well, I would argue I think Obi's going to come in. He's going to outplay that that projection and thought. We see a lot of times, and I think um, in a number of draft classes, these upperclassmen declare and get drafted towards the mid-range, and then they end up turning out to be really good. I think every draft class usually has a guy like that, you know, like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, I think to Obi, maybe not that level of like up to, to all-star level, but I could really see him turning into a really key, strong player for this Knicks team. They, they lucked out a team that always continuously messes things up. They managed to luck out. They did. Uh, We got firsthand experience of Obi Toppin watching him play Rhode Island uh, at at his tenure at Dayton. Uh, I was able to watch him courtside uh, while covering uh, a game uh, for Anchor Sports Network. I think the first game that we covered, and it was I saw Obi Toppin on the floor. I'm like, wow, this dude is league bound. He is ready, just physically. It just you could tell. You could just tell that he was a, a league ready player. And uh, to double back, the Knicks getting him at eight is insane to me. Mm. Uh, and uh, to even double double back, uh, Denny is the second uh, Israeli oh, to be up. drafted, uh, joining. Uh, Omri Kaspi, uh, who went 23rd overall in 2009. So they're, oh, drafted in the first round. So he's second uh, ever. Interesting. First round draft pick out of Israel. So that is some very odd uh, NBA basketball trivia. I'd say it's uh, unique. Unique trivia. Yeah, unique trivia. That's the better word. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I said odd. So, Sean, you know, we, we got everything out of the NBA draft. Free agency's getting close. We'll definitely do a stream and discussion on the NBA free agency before it officially hits. But I don't think we're anywhere close to done with all the madness in terms of moves and shuffling going on right now as teams are trying to create their rosters for a championship run. We see a lot of teams making moves. Some teams are more active than the other than others, like the 76ers are right now. We are going to provide you eventually with a, a different update on what is you know what is going on with the NBA. Thank you, Ryan Roberts, for throwing in the trust the process. So now we want to transition to some NFL talk. We are at week eleven. We are on the downturn of 
the NFL season, I would argue now is a pretty good time to maybe address some of the worst teams in the NFL. It's very likely that the top three teams right now and the top three picks are probably going to remain there, especially the Jets. Jacksonville is going to need to really turn things around if they don't want to be picking two overall. And then it's either going to be Dallas or Washington in that third spot. So if you're the New York Jets, Sean, is it I don't even I don't even want to ask you what do you do to fix the Jets? Because the simple answer of what they're going to do is adding Trevor Lawrence. But the question is now is bringing Trevor Lawrence, how long does it take you to actually build this thing into a competitive team with the best quarterback to come out in forever? Like I everyone compares him to Andrew Luck. Do, do, do we actually think that they could be uh like the Andrew Luck was with the with the Colts in his first year where he took him to the playoffs? No, not the playoffs, no. Uh, the Jets desperately need to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence, and then they needed to spend the next three picks drafting either offensive linemen or receivers or a running back, and then let the defense figure itself out. Uh, you have to build around um, – oh, why am I blanking on his name? The great defensive tackle for the Jets uh, from Alabama. Quinn and Williams, you need to build around him. You got him covering up your front, mm-hmm. and then uh, the defensive backs and the linebackers. You got to start making making something happen there. Maybe in free agency, you get a couple pieces. But this draft, maybe maybe even if you really want to make the playoffs, maybe even draft trade away the number one pick, trade it away, let somebody else get it, and then stock up and stock up and stock up, and really decide, hey, instead of just going this one to go the route, and get this one guy who's going to change the whole franchise. We will try to get a bevy of great. Uh, draft picks but at the same time they're the Jets so they don't draft well they never have they never will so if you have a well uh, Joe Douglas has done very good already in his first full year as a general manager like his last draft a lot of people argue was fantastic I mean the Mackay Becton alone is a is a reason why that this their draft class was was very good okay pardon me historically they have drafted very poorly the pattern has shown us that if you have, I mean, what is it? One in the hand, two in the bush. Mm-hmm. Take Trevor Lawrence. And, I mean, that's simple. It's the boring answer. But at the same time, people are going to make arguments that maybe you don't take them. Maybe you go and you really try to rebuild your entire team with, I don't know, two draft classes worth of first rounds from other teams and second rounders from other teams. So, I mean, if somebody really wants them, they'll trade away their whole draft for them. Right. I, I, don't, I really just don't think that at this point, even though I had previously before the season pitched it as saying that the the Jets should trade out of this pick, but Trevor Lawrence is the answer for them right now. They just need to get some young blood in there. They need to restart with a guy on a, on a rookie deal. Then for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think that they are now in play for a quarterback. I think to fix the Jacksonville Jaguars situation, they need to take Justin Fields. Gardner Minshew was cute and fun for a little bit, but if you're picking second overall, you need to use that pick to draft the second best player in this draft class at the quarterback position. You need to fix your team offensively. You've got some really good receivers. Your offensive line is a little bit spotty. You might as well throw things, uh, improve things vastly by going from an average to below average quarterback with a limited ceiling to a guy that has a much higher ceiling that is going to provide a serious dynamic impact. I don't see any other direction that makes sense for the Jaguars. Maybe Penny Sewell, but that I think that that would be per- perpetuating offensive struggles if they pass up on this opportunity to draft a really talented quarterback. 
No, it would be a big problem. But also, I believe that uh, <laughs> I also believe that uh, the Jets, Trevor Lawrence, will be coming into a much worse situation than Joe Burrow came into in mm. Cincinnati. Joe Burrow came into an offense with wide receivers, good running backs, and uh, and at least one or two good offensive linemen on the team. The Jets have one good offensive lineman. They have no running backs and they have no receivers. They have Jameson Crowder, and that's it. You can't have one weapon. You can't. Unless he comes in and immediately makes everybody better, which he could. He could have the Tom Brady effect and make everybody better. But it, it can't just be Trevor Lawrence in this draft. You have to, I don't know, get some assets from Darnold, maybe. Wait, did I did I move on topics and then you went back? Is that what just happened? I think so. You just went did you? back. I, just moved, I started talking about Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. You what did. Are you doing? I completely blanked. I completely blanked. I thought you were talking about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, what I was still thinking quarterbacks. Doing? I was still thinking oh my quarterbacks. God. That <laughs> was one of the worst things that you've you've ever. No, done. I know, I know. But <laughs> you, I, I'll tell you what it happened. I got thrown off when you said um, the Gardner Minshew was cute and fun, and then I started thinking <laughs> he should have said the Gardner Minshew uh, experiment was cute and fun, and then I started thinking about that. I got completely sidetracked, so that's definitely No, I literally, me. <laughs> my, the, I meant what I said. Well, we're already going to move on to the Washington Whatever. football team, the team. <laughs> nice job. Christ. That was holy crap. Um, oh, this is just, uh, I don't even know. Um, the Washington football team, the team that is near and dear to you, the team that is local to you, they are now also in a sticky situation, and they might be in a spot where they can't figure out and resolve their quarterback issues unless they want to draft someone a lot earlier than their range projection is. So if they want to draft Trey Lance really early or Zach Wilson really early, they could, but they're probably better off going and taking a guy like Penny Sewell or maybe Micah Parsons or Gregory. Actually, Gregory Russo would be stupid. That 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 would be... That would be the most Washington pick, actually, uh, that they could possibly make is drafting another edge rusher, right? Yes. I, I Somehow it would make sense for them to draft another, another defensive lineman or another quarterback, one of the two in the first round, because <laughs> they just keep on doing that. I, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like this, them to see – I'd like to see them get a quarterback that we're all on board for, you know? We're like, we've seen him play in college. We like this. He didn't just play a few amount of games. Uh, he wasn't – I think that's why I like Zach Wilson because he's been playing. He's mm-hmm. been throwing that thing. And then, you know, he just seems very, very composed. Who knows what happens at the NFL level. I'd like them to go quarterback, defensive back. That's what I'd like to see. Or defensive back, quarterback. That's all I want. Maybe a linebacker. Maybe an offensive lineman. I just don't want to see receiver. I don't want to see defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. That's uh, get one of those. You don't need any more defensive linemen, dear God. Yeah, you're picking at three. I, I agree with the Zach Wilson decision. I think that maybe going Zach Wilson might be a little bit early for three. So, uh, M- yeah. Maybe that's a decision to trade back. But the discussion I had with someone the other day on one of my shows when talking about Trey Lance, we both agreed that while Lance has a ton of upside as terms in terms of talent. He hasn't played enough games. He's coming out as a redshirt sophomore from the FCS level. He's someone that needs time to to grow and develop. He's like a Jordan Love type prospect that needs to go to a team that has their quarterback already figured out, and then Trey Lance can start in a couple of years. He's just not ready, I think, for NFL waters. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, is a, is more of a proven commodity. We've seen what he can do this year. Um, 
the difference in game started is not that different. But I think that going and grabbing Zach Wilson, you could probably plug him in and start right away. He's looked good against some opponents, and I think that once maybe bowl season comes around, he can play some ranked teams and really prove himself. But the talent that he has displayed is is phenomenal. I would argue that that would be a way to fix Washington's struggles right now. I Maybe it's just a bit of <clears> – <throat> pardon me. <laughs> I am, Ryan. I am on the, the, the Zach Wilson bandwagon. My Zach Wilson uh, bandwagon them. Uh, it's probably coming from Man a, a It's probably coming from a work bias because I'm always end up cutting a BYU game, and I always see Zach Wilson torching teams. So that's probably why I'm seeing the most of him, and that's why I'm in favor of him. I don't know. Justin Fields is fine. I I believe, but he's he not going to be there at three though. No, he's going to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> why you can't post that up on there? Why? What's <laughs> wrong? Zach's a Mormon. What is that? There's nothing wrong with that. What? <laughs> Just trying he, to, I'm trying he, to keep it sports. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> is Zach Wilson not Mormon? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be talking about this on this show. Apparently, Sean, show. <laughs> Sean is a a truther that Zach Wilson is indeed not Mormon. Apparently. No, no, that's not what, you're trying to get me caught up. You're trying to get me caught up. No, no one's trying to get you caught up. You're, you're trying being, to get me caught up. You're you're fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It was a funny comment by Ryan. <laughs> it was funny. I'll give it to him. <laughs> um. Sean, why don't you take us into Sinners and Boozers? Uh, I'd love to. Cue the music. Let me put a marker down there. Last week, we had an interesting offering from the Get to the Point crew. Our weekly picks, me and Joe tied. These are the game picks. 9 for 14, just straight winners. Uh, Fire, 10 for 14, weekly bets. Two of us didn't do so good. One of us did. And, I, you know, I think I understand why Joe didn't mind waiting a little more, coming up with a different couple different topics, because he didn't really want to get that. Uh, what do you mean? We always have topics. What are you talking about? I, I know, but you really seemed, you didn't seem like you really were dying to get to Sinners and Boosters like you were last week. Uh-huh. This week, I'll start it off. I went down, again, fictitious dollars. I'm not going to repeat it every single time. Fire is still a student athlete. No money is being thrown down by him me or Joe. Weekly bets though. I was down $254. Joe was down $250. Fire. Still better than you. That's all that matters. Fire. Uh, Well, we'll get to see who's better in a second. Uh, Fire up $356. His first winning week and I don't know how long. Maybe since week two. Maybe. Probably, yeah. I don't know. So that brings us to our net picks over the season through 10 weeks. I am 101 for 145 on game picks winners. I am leading the group. Joe is 89 for 145. Fire is following him 72 for 145. I do not believe I will get caught for the rest of the year. Joe had me a little, not nervous, but his um, his betting strategy had me really focusing on my bets a little more than I thought I would be. But, uh, you know, not in the picks. So net bets on the year, I am still up a G, $1,149. Joe, who was so, so close to getting into the green. So close. I was, was so close. $36 last week negative. He, he's saying, I need to have a good week. I'll be positive. Then I'll really start catching fire. Too bad. 
Uh, he went down so badly, he is now at negative $286, poor guy. And Fire, even with the big week, is still down $2,206. Holy hell. <laughs> All right, let's get into these game picks. That's just this. I cannot say that. <laughs> I can read it and say, eh, that's not so good. Mm-hmm. But then when I say it aloud, you're like, that is so much money that you are down just from oh, that. Yeah. You should never do that in your life, even when you're done being a student athlete. First game, Thursday night football, Cardinals versus Seahawks. Seahawks favored by three. I am taking Seattle in the over, set at 57. Fire has Arizona winning, and uh, he is taking the money line. Joe, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to take Seattle to win, but I would like Atlanta to cover. Or, no, not Atlanta. What the heck am I? Arizona to cover. Yes. Two different birds. Next game, Falcons at Saints. Saints favored by five. I said I'd never do it. I said I never would do it again. But damn it, Drew Brees is out. I am taking Atlanta to win and the Atlanta money line. Wow. That's a bold prediction there. I'm going to really hate it. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans to win this game, but Atlanta to cover. I don't have that. I think, I think Jameis is going to play fantastic. Okay. <laughs> a coming out party. Go ahead. Fire has Atlanta winning in the Atlanta money line. Uh, if there's a prop bet, uh, I saw this floating around Twitter for the first play of the game for the Saints is uh, Taysom Hill running it up the gut for six yards. So that's, that's a terrible prop bet. <laughs> it's either it's either six yards or four yards, but right. regardless, I got him running on the first play of the game. Next game here, Bengals versus the Washington football team. Washington football team favored by one in some world. I don't know which one that would, that is on, but I'm taking Cincinnati to win and Cincinnati to cover. Fire is taking Cincinnati and Cincinnati money line. And Joseph, what do you got? I'm taking Cincinnati and Cincinnati money line. I can't believe Washington's favored. I, it's, I know it's because they're home, but holy hell. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to change mine to the uh, money line because it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes yeah, because the line's so close. So if you're picking yeah, Cincinnati, you might as well. Next game, Lions versus the Panthers. Uh, Panthers favored by three. I am taking Carolina to win. I am taking Detroit to cover, though. Uh, I'm going to go with Detroit to win and also Detroit to cover. And Fire is taking the uh, ever so lucrative 100 and <laughs> plus 108 Detroit money line. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Patriots at Texans. Uh, Patriots favored by two and a half. I would like New England to win and New England to cover. Give me Houston to, to beat a bad Patriots team and then also them to cover. Uh, fires on the same. Uh, he's in the same boat as I am. New England to win and cover. Uh, next up, Eagles versus the Browns. Browns favored by three. I'm taking Cleveland to win and Cleveland to cover. The Eagles are terrible. Uh, for this game, I'm going to go with, I, I believe, the uh, Browns are going to win this game, but I would like Philly to cover as I'm still doing my stupid bit of picking mm. uh, the underdog to cover. Right. And then Fire is taking Cleveland to win and cover. Next on the docket, Steelers versus the Jaguars. Steelers favored by 10.5. I'm taking Pittsburgh to win, and I am taking the under, which is set at 46.5. Uh, for this game, I would like to take Pittsburgh and then, of course, Jacksonville to cover. That makes so much sense. And Fires in the same boat as I am. Next game, Titans versus the Ravens. Ravens favored by five and a half points. Ravens have looked pretty overwhelming or underwhelming to me. I'm taking Tennessee to win and Tennessee to cover. 
I should take the under, but I won't. I'm taking Tennessee covering that five and a half. It's too uh, juicy for me. Joke. 100% Tennessee to win this game and also Tennessee to cover. Fire has Baltimore to win and cover, so he is the lone wolf there. Next up, Packers versus the Colts. Uh, I guess I'm uh, lone wolfing it up here. Every time I bet against the Colts, I lose, so I'm going to start changing that up. I'm taking Indianapolis to win and Indianapolis to cover. They are favored by one and a half points. Yeah, I don't I don't get how Indianapolis is, is favored. They beat the, the Titans in one game, and suddenly they're, they're an elite team. Green Bay to win and Green Bay to cover. And Fire's taking the Green Bay money line. Next, we got Jets versus the Chargers. Chargers favored by eight and a half. I'd like the Chargers to win and the Chargers to cover, even though the Jets uh, played uh, decently recently. Next up, Joe. Nice rhyme. Um, this is the only time that I, I, I fully endorse this pick. Always bet on whoever the Jets are playing to cover as long as it's not too big of a line. Um, Chargers win and Chargers cover. All three of us are the same with fire. Sticking to that Chargers to win and cover. Dolphins versus the Broncos. Dolphins favored by three and a half. I got to keep on riding this Miami train. I'm taking Miami to win and Miami to cover and beat Denver. Uh, for this game, Miami to win and then Denver to cover. Uh, Fires in the same boat as me. Miami to win and cover. Cowboys versus the Vikings. Vikings favored by seven. You know what? I don't know why. I just cannot get sold on the Vikings, so I'm taking Minnesota to win and the over. I cannot have them Yuck. winning by more than that. The over Cow- set at 48 so, and a half. So when why the do Cow- I keep on forgetting that you're right? You're right. Yeah, no, the, you're right. The Cowboys are going to score seven points, and then the Vikings are going to score You swayed like me. Tw- you, are, you swayed 20. me. The under. I, I okay. learned. I'm trying yeah. to learn from my mistakes. I'm taking Vikings in the under. I keep on forgetting that Dallas doesn't have a QB. Um, for me, Minnesota to win, and I think Dallas – this is a juicy line for me. I think Dallas is going to cover. <laughs> Not actually, but my uh, strategy does. Next up is – or Fires taking Minnesota in the under also. Joe, this feels like a trap game here. Chiefs versus Raiders, and the Chiefs are favored by seven even after losing to the Raiders earlier in the year. I am taking Kansas City to win because it's just still foolish to – pick them to lose uh, but I'm taking Las Vegas to cover that seven if they don't win it'll be close and that's that's all I really need uh, go ahead Joe uh, I'm gonna roll with uh, Kansas City to win and then also like you Raiders to cover and fire has Kansas City and the under set at 56 and a half that's a big number but I think they're both really close to 40 last time they played so I'm not <laughs> I'm not going with the under there Rams versus the Bucks Monday night. Bucks favored by four. Oh, Joe and I have some similarities here. I'm taking the Rams to win. They seem very hot, and they stomped down the Seahawks last week. And I'm taking the over set at 48 and a half. There's going to be some scoring in this game. Not so fast, my friend. Give me Los Angeles to win this football game, and I also want them to cover mm. that four-point spread. Mm, that's not too bad. And then... Uh, Fire has Tampa Bay to win and cover. So that's Sanders and Boozers for you. Mm-hmm. End out that music. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrap us up here, folks. Thanks to anyone who tunes in or checks out the, 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 the stream afterwards or also is listening to the podcast. Follow us on social media at GTTP Podcast, at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, and also 
Um, so hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us. Thank you, folks. Check out our daily streams on our Twitter account uh, for more content.